0: Welcome to the Screw It Podcast with the Joneses, Carlos, and Jordan Jones. If you've ever come face to face with faith or failure, this podcast is for you. We talk about it all, the good, the bad, the real, the wrong. From relationships to redemption, from business to finance, race, religion, politics, injustice, and more. If you've said screw it to it, we're probably talking about it. Which will you choose? Join our hosts now, Carlos Jones and Jordan Jones for the Screw It Podcast.
1: We're back here again with Kiva Ori, the H is silent, and we are talking about the new glamorous. So Kiva is on this journey of finding the new self and discovering and uncovering who she is after Ashlyn, after the marriage, and now she has her life. She, she's got the reins in her hand. God has her hands, but now she can go. If she wants to go. So let's talk about where you going next. Where you going now? What does tomorrow morning look like for you?
2: Oh my gosh! Um, right now, I am. In, well, of course, I still have um, my foundation work. The Ashlenori Foundation. Um, that's always on the table. Do you have um, a foundation.
1: I do have a foundation. What do you do with the? How did you get your foundation started? In-
2: I started it in May of two thousand eight. Actually, Ashton was still living then. Okay. So yeah, twelve years now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what do you do? What type
1: of do
2: you do? I'm just very active in the special needs community. Um, whatever is needed, I I purposed when I started the foundation that I would because it was still a very new situation. wasn't There wasn't much information known about the um, disease or condition. And I serve as a a resource for families who get recent diagnoses about their children. Uh, A lot of times kiddos are either misdiagnosed or go undiagnosed. Um, So I have been just a a source or resource of emotional support, (laughs) information Mm -hmm. support, Uh, I have gotten iPads for kiddos who need extra help in communicating. Um, Mm -hmm. Really, honestly, iPads for these kids are an amazing tool. Uh, Mm -hmm. Before iPads came out, there were these $10,000 pieces of equipment that really was just overpriced, and a lot of parents could not afford that uh, to help kids uh with communicating outside of the family so that with the rest of society cuz they're going to grow up you know and they're going to need to communicate with others uh and have these um uh social skills and and vocational skills so uh or more or less life skills really um so yeah um that's what I do and and I like being involved in my community here uh, in Katy and Richmond area. So, um, hopefully growing and I expand that to my home home state of Alabama and my hometown there in Tuscaloosa. So, yeah.
1: Get the name of your foundation?
2: The Ashland Ori foundation.
1: foundation. Now what was the moment where you said, okay, I need to start a foundation or was there like a pivotal moment that happened where you said, I gotta, I gotta step up and do something.
2: Oh my gosh, there was definitely a pivotal moment and I have been searching and searching and as many women do who are stay-at-home moms, God, there's got to be something more to life than just being a mom. (laughs) Jesus, I'm about to pull my hair out. (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, that was my prayer many a day. Like you put dreams in me, you've given me this, that and the other. I don't even have an opportunity to show it off or to develop it or to do anything with it. So everything, of course, with God is timing. And so that was that season of my life. But during that, um, I took Ashley to school one day and as I was leaving, uh, she was at the very, the school was made really weird. It was kind of an outdoorsy type of, uh, well, the school was built around this atrium type thing. So they had a lot of greenery, a lot of flowers. Um, they Some of the kids were growing gardens and, and things like that. So the classrooms were built around this atrium. Her classroom was at the very back of the building, back of oh. the school. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> so with her walker, once again, <laughs> we're walking to her classroom. And... Uh, I usually stayed in there for a few minutes just to see, make sure kids were calm and make sure the teacher didn't need any extra hands or help or anything. She all, she had an aide in there, a paraprofessional. Um, but I just always liked to make sure, you know, she needed if she needed help, I was available. Well, I was leaving, going back to my car, and I kind of took the scenic route all the way around on the other side of the school and came down. I can't, um, some of the teachers were standing outside their doors waiting for the bell to ring so they could resume, start their day. Well, the very last classroom, there was a, two teachers standing out. And they, you know how some people whisper and they're not really whispering. <laughs> so they're talking about me, right? And I had on workout clothes. And yes, I was going to go to the gym after taking her to school. And I hear, it's like, must be nice to go to the gym. Just drop your kid off and go to the gym or go shopping. Or it was real snooty and persnickety, you know, kind of thing. And I always try to talk myself through moments like that because I don't. And just in case they're not talking about me, I don't want to (laughs) look like you're an idiot. Like this crazy lady just goes off on people. But I knew they were talking about me. And, um, it brought tears to my eyes. I didn't address it. I didn't turn around. I just listened. I got to my car, and I had a total meltdown and I have to really thank them, those two teachers who later found out that I heard what they said. <laughs> um yeah. we won't talk about that in anyway. I have them to thank for um, the the start of the Ashleyorii Foundation, because I did in that meltdown in that car. It was a prayer like none other for me, uh, And I was like, "God, you literally have to tell me how you want me to use this situation, how there has to be some good to come out of this. Whatever that is, I'm open to it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, about an hour later, when I left the school. I got a call from a friend of mine. This is what she does. She starts, she helps people start organizations and she does it for a living. That's how that, the whole thing started. And she helped me walk me through all the process and the paperwork and everything. And it was like an aha moment, you know? And and I'm glad that I was able to use not only the tears, but the pain from somebody talking about you and and you you can either let it hurt you or hinder you or fuel you in the right direction. And that's what I purpose to do, to use that as fuel to change the trajectory.
1: That's good. So so what I learned from that is haters pick up. uh, do their job. We need to be in the back. Uh, so so let me hear it. Let me hear those that are on their way to purpose can be pushed a little bit faster. So, don't whisper, speak loud. Speak oh, loud God.
2: and proud. <laughs>
1: Please. We need to hear. What well, Pastor Joe, do you have any negative things to say about Kiva so you can push it into the next topic? <laughs> 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 well, I was just thinking this, this Wednesday at Bible study, I'm I'm actually speaking about um uh, how do you know uh, that you're moving in purpose when you think that you're somewhere you shouldn't be? And uh, there are three things, uh, uh, three things that God always gives you. Number one, provision. Uh, number two, uh, he'll, he'll give you uh, partners to connect with. But then number three, what I love, he'll give you player haters. And what those player haters do is people uh, talk about their haters, but your haters actually show you that you're doing something right. Because if you were doing anything wrong or it wasn't anything yeah. uh, the hate on, like, you know, you're moving along the right way. And so uh, I love haters because they let me know that I'm doing something right. And they let me know what areas I need to tighten up on because they're always going to tell you where you're lacking at. And so, like, we would just hold, hold on to our haters. Yeah, yeah. We'll I, need no, no, I need you. No, don't hate. I need you. How come God always speaks in peace? Right? Yeah. All sermons have, like, some type of peace. <laughs> maybe. The enemy actually leads us to our destination too. Oh right. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a big guy. Ups and downs. He doesn't know that. Uh, he thinks that what, he, what, what he's causing on us would make us run from God, but it yeah. actually makes us run to God. Run yeah. to yeah. God. God, our Thank right. God for the player hey, So call call a hater today, Canton Jones, right. and tell you, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do something good. I'm gonna do Right. right. Okay. So did you tell him those teachers?
2: No, I didn't. But, um, you know, I, I got extra friendly with them. Okay. <laughs> I, I went out of my way to, hi, how are you? And, you know, that kind of thing. I played the game, but okay. it, was good. it worked to my advantage. So.
1: And you it's- told them that you started the foundation because of that conversation?
2: No, I actually, uh, I put that in the book though. That's in the book. So if they read the book, then they know who they are.
1: We need to go and talk to them and say hey look page 13. Right.
2: I signed that page just for you.
1: Do you know that they probably don't work there anymore? It's been a while. I don't
2: know. I don't know. They they're young enough too. So I don't know. They could have moved on to another school.
1: I, gonna- I
2: do need to check that out. I need to go see.
1: That'll be good. That'll be a good little thing for your social media. Right, <laughs> <laughs> where it all started. Well, cool. So, uh, I wanted to ask you this out uh, really briefly, uh, Miss Keith. So, if you had to summarize, wrap everything up that we spoke about, everything that you talk about, and the glamorous sacrifice, and everything that you dealt with with uh, your your former relationship, and then also Ashton and your son today. What would you say to someone who has that screw it moment when they say, "You know what, I don't want to move forward," or and also, what would you say to someone who's at that who's at that point and say, "You know what, I want to screw it and move forward"? What would your advice uh, for those two people?
2: I would say, never lose hope. Never, there's always hope. There's always hope, even in the places where you least expect it. Um, you just have to keep moving. No matter what, just keep moving. I don't, some days it, for me, and I'm speaking from experience, it, some days it was just putting one foot in front of the other. Just, one, if I did just one movement that day, that was a good day, yeah. you know? Just keep moving. And after a while, that momentum will pick up. And before you know it, you are, you will be in the place that God wants you to be, you know? Um and I think too the older we get we have to understand um even though things may not be the way they used to be mm-hmm. you can still be where God wants you to be today
1: yeah
2: and he may not want it to be in an accelerated pay at an accelerated path or pace he just needs you to be willing, and he will turn that one step into many. Yeah, you just have to be consistent.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. yeah, yeah. I, I, love, I love the word hope. uh acronym that I use for hope is hold on because pain ends. And wow. So, well, that's why Y'all preached
2: so, today. Wait a minute. Let me write that one down, too.
1: That's why the scripture says that's the whole fast our, our confession of faith. You've got to hold on. It, it, at any moment you let go, then you miss out on what was around the corner.
2: That is so well,
1: true. This has been great. This has been a great talk. Uh, I know there are many other topics that we can hit on, uh, but but we thank you for your time. We thank you for your wealth of wisdom. We thank you for your life, and this won't be your last time here. Uh, we definitely <laughs> want to follow you to the school to talk to those teachers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are
2: messy.
1: Y'all just want to say screw it. <laughs> God, well, God will turn your mess into. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> uh, will definitely do that as we continue to to go along. But we we'll thank you so much, Kiva. Thank, we thank you. you. We're, uh, we're we're interested to to hear this new life uh, and the things to come uh, for that.
2: Yeah, I'm ec- I'm excited about my new new life. I really am. I'm in school now, graduate school. Huh? Look, open to dating really good guys, and hopefully one that one will come along. But. It's all good, how, I'm happy.
1: How young will you date, you cougarish or are you feeling more of uh, your same age, older guys? Old?
2: My mom says I need someone older since I, she thinks I'm an old soul, but I I won't take any less than 40.
1: 40, okay, <laughs> all right. If you're listening to if, if you're not too scared uh, to step up to the Kiva Challenge. We got the Kiva Challenge. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Hey, how can we find your book? How can we find it? How can we follow you? How can we be nosy? Uh, right. on your- uh
2: my book can be found on Amazon.com. Uh, okay. and I can send you both the link if you don't mind, uh, putting it on your platforms. Um, and right now, my, my website is down, but in a couple weeks, it will be back up. It's being re- redone. Uh, so the Ashlyn Ory Foundation dot org. Okay. And I am on Facebook at Kiva DeVell Ori and Twitter and um, IG at KD Ori. Okay. At- All right.
1: Ory. Yeah. You heard it there, guys. So inbox, you can shoot your best shot, your DMs uh, to see. Uh, <laughs> That's, right. That's right. My but phone is <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, We thank you for that, and we'll take it to Pastor Jordan for. Well, guys, that's all we have for today. Hey, listen, Miss Keeper, we want to thank you so much for joining us. Hey, guys, if you get a chance, make sure you go to Amazon.com and check out her book, Glorious Sacrific- Sacrifice, and make sure that you pass on the word and check out her social media. Hey, listen, guys, on behalf of Pastor Carlos Inspiration Church and the Screw It podcast, we want to let you know one thing in life. We all go through it. Just do it. Screw it. Screw we love each and every one of you all. We hope that you are blessed throughout your week and always remember to love, live, and, and lead. That's Carlos. I'm turning it over to you. And right after you love, live, and lead, go to our website, or go to Amazon, and get the Screw It book. It is a quick read, but it'll definitely give you the nuggets that you need to move forward in life. Whether you're in a single, in a relationship, divorced, or just trying to figure out what's going on, this is the book for you. So check it out. Make sure you uh, get your copy today and let's keep screwing the whole world together (laughs) 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 we love you all and we hope you be blessed we'll see you next episode on screw it
0: thanks for joining the screw it podcast with the joneses carlos and jordan jones if you've ever come face to face with faith or failure this podcast is for you keep up with the podcast Follow the Screw It Podcast hashtag, get the book, available now on Amazon, and join us for another episode real soon.
1: All right. Yeah. So life has these peaks and valleys and they have these highs and lows. And I know we want to have a life that's a straight street. We want to meet Paul on straight street and have that experience. But, but God doesn't allow our lives to be like sometimes it's high, sometimes it's low. And I remember a science project that I had to do in uh, elementary and it shows that uh, I know we said that the distance between. Um, the, the beginning and the finish line is faster in a straight line. However, they said that a, a, a marble, if it starts at the peak and it goes down, it actually travels faster because of the acceleration of being able to move forward. And so uh, that's how life is, right? So we have these these extremely dark places, but then we have these glimpses of light where God, uh, he puts us on call. Like he, he makes us do things that, that pulls us out of ourselves and makes us move into places that we wouldn't normally move without those particular things. And do you have a moment that's like that, uh where God called you to do something and you were like, Oh, I wasn't ready. Uh, I don't well, know what to
2: do. My whole life. <laughs> <laughs> my whole life starting at twenty three. <laughs> um, you know, I often tell people, um you don't expect the things that life throws at you, most of the time we, you know, we can control our destiny. If you know that you have that authority, um, and living outside of Christ or not knowing him, you don't know that you have that authority. You just kind of let life happen, uh, instead of living life on purpose. Well, having the understanding that I can live my life on purpose and intentionally there are still curveballs that life will throw at you or, or deal you cards that you didn't anticipate getting. And one of those was my daughter and, and her, um, her condition. And what do you do with that? There's no manual. There's no, there was nothing. There was no situation where I could look up information and, and try to find some sort of guideline or something to let me know what to expect in this situation. I just had to figure it out. And that was a day by day process. And, and those days led into 17 years. Um, I finally got a letter from uh, the college of <clears throat> um, uh, the genetics uh, division at the college of uh, medicine um I can't even think of his name now, but anyway, uh, basically it was addressing Robert and myself saying that this is um, her official diagnosis and it lists all of these possible symptoms related to 1P36 deletion syndrome. And I'm thinking... Are, are they kidding me? I, they could have called me and asked me. I had already done this research <laughs> for seventeen years or fourteen years up until that point. But you know, it it was an amazing journey. Uh, I find that a lot of times, and I I can only speak for myself. I don't know how this is for others. If we know what's to what is to be expected, or if we know what's ahead, we kind of get bored with that. You know what yeah. I mean. But if it's a journey where you've got to figure it out for yourself, that stuff sticks with you and it builds your faith, you know? And so, you know, the Bible talks about going, God taking you from glory to glory to glory. And I think in between those glories are those valley moments. The stories in between. (laughs) Yeah. So when you get to that glory moment or the peak of that mountain, that marble goes down, that velocity or the, the momentum carries you down. But then once you get those lessons and you learn what you need to learn, you back on the way back up for the next yeah. one, you know? So I kind of look at it like a video game. Does that make sense? And I, yeah. I don't play video games, but I watch my son do it a lot. <laughs> so I just kind of put it in that context and it it just kind of makes sense for me. I don't know.
1: No, that's good. That's good. So tell us about the moment where you have to step up and use your voice, your platform, uh, to be the spokesperson to yeah. bring the troops and connect communities uh, for... And I don't like this one P36 because it's too many letters. My tongue has to do too much. Can you put a name? <laughs> Can you give a name to this? Because that's,
2: that's... Well, if we're... For this particular moment, we'll just call it the Ashland syndrome. Is that okay?
1: Ashland syndrome. I like that. I like that. I've
2: already added context, so it's okay. We'll 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 go with that for right now. Um, you know, yeah, I was put in situation or a situation a couple of times uh where I and I still use my platform no matter where I am or what situation I, I've been in. But there have been times I have been uh, extended an opportunity to uh, be a part of different reality TV shows, Um, two of which, I mean, none of which I will name here, but two of them I would never do. Uh, One, I considered doing and and did a lot of prayer about it, and it turns out it didn't even work out. So... um, it was still a situation where i ha- i would have to compromise like what's the bigger deal i can put this out there educate more people about it but it's still compromising my personal life my you know um some instances my integrity um i, don't, I never want to bring shame or embarrassment to my family let alone to myself so i you know i kind of had to weigh that and um I didn't have to put much thought into it. I prayed about it and the thing did not materialize. So it it was, that's fine. (laughs) But again, I use my platform to promote it, to educate, to bring awareness to uh, whoever I can. So that will always be, I'm not necessarily naming myself a spokesperson, but knowing that I have a little bit more leverage and a little bit more, you know, noticeability than some of the other families, then yes, I will go to bat for them at all times. Yep. Yeah,
1: and that's—I think that that's so beautiful. And hearing your uh, story, Miss um, Keith, it even seems like in you accepting that that was a screwy moment because when you first found out the news about Ashton, I know in your mind uh, you could say, "God, why me?" But we we begin to understand as we continue to live that everything that we face in our lives is never about us. A lot of times, God just uses us as a or the channel to uh, be that, and so um, and what we see the first moment we, we can see you saying God, by me?" But then we can see God using you as a spokesperson, using you as a very voice um, in that arena because it needs to be heard. So we, we see that beautiful moment finally meshed together, which is those ups and downs that we spoke about. And so I, I think that, that 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 in itself is is amazing to see that come back to us. So-
2: Absolutely, thank you. I'm just I'm. I'm grateful. You know, I, I did question in the very beginning as anybody naturally would. Um, and I've talked to many moms off the ledge, uh, concerning, you know, what am I going to do with kid? I've, I've even heard a father say, my kid's broken. What are we going to do? You know, what, what do you do with that? Had a mom contemplating, um, abortion, um, because the doctor told her that her kid was going to have one P36 and a host of other things. Um, and thank God for those testings. But, you know, there's a reason why you're chosen. And I think given a choice, I wasn't given a choice. I didn't know this before my daughter was born. And for me that would not have changed anything, um, in terms of, terminating that pregnancy but it does allow sometimes for negative thoughts to come in and the enemy to start playing with your mind um and when that happens and we have too much time to think about things i feel like we don't want these things to interrupt our perfect lives does that make sense Mm -hmm. and had I thought about it that way or had too much time on the front end of it, I don't think I would have had the the bandwidth to have allowed my faith to grow, really. So God just threw me in the trenches and hello, here I am. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: Shining out as you were talking, I was thinking about how many times do we abort purpose for perfection? Mm-hmm. We I- want to be perfect, so we won't, we won't choose purpose. We'll choose perfection, which cuts out really, really you being useful we'll to, to life. Yes. So, uh, we, we will always, as, as humans, choose perfection over purpose and then ask God, What's my purpose? Right. Well, your purpose was in the pain, your purpose was in the predicament, your purpose was in uh, the, I was thinking of when the word didn't come to me. So, I would, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh but yeah, so a one P three six. Yeah, one P 36 <laughs> six uh, <laughs> right. we would choose not to go through the route where God is going to use us the most. We'd rather take the coast, but even on the coastline, we'll be looking for purpose. And I think when we jump into it and when God says, Okay, I'm gonna set this up, well you're not even ready for it, right. but you're going to you're going to be perfected on Absolutely. the outside. And I think we will always stand perfected when we come out of purpose or when we're in the midst of purpose. Yeah. I think that it goes also to, Pastor Carlos, just the comfortability. Um, I hear people always say, um, you know, me and my wife, we didn't really have a, a child. And so people always ask us, you know, what do you all want? And I hear people say, I want a boy or a girl. Then I hear people say, I just want a healthy baby. Well, my statement is, I don't care if God gives me a boy or a girl and, and whether it, if the child is healthy or not. I still got a mission to fulfill. Yeah. And right. so, you know, they were asking me and my wife, we wanted to take a genetics test. And my wife asked me, I said, why would why we take it? If we find out something, it's not going to change anything. Right. We're still going right. to love our child. We're still going to uh, do what we need to do. And so I think that sometimes it's built into comfortability. You say, well, it's, it's comfortable, you know, right now, or it, it would be comfortable having a child that wouldn't have those problems or those issues. And it's all based on that comfortability, but it's in those uncomfortable moments that we grow and that we stretch. It's in those moments that we say, screw it, um, to the comfortability. And then th- in, in those moments, we see God's hand. work. That's, exactly. that's what I love about those screw moments. Yeah, uh, I'm thinking, man, um, We need to, instead of, you know how they have that that perfect picture of the family and you got so, the husband, so the wife, and the dog, right. and the right. kid, <laughs> and the house, and everybody's smiling. We need to put it's an real. X over that X and put, over. it's you know, purpose, like the real family. Yeah, absolutely. Like real deal. No
2: makeup.
1: Yeah, <laughs> make <deal>.
2: Baby <laughs> on the hip.
1: <laughs> real struggles. Yeah. And that's the people that we connect with. I think we right. like to look at perfection. Right. Uh, but we don't necessarily want to live that because it's, it's you have to clean up after yourself after every room you leave out of. You got to put everything back neatly. Everything. Some days I don't want to iron. I hate ironing. So you know, sometimes you got to see the the full totality of the picture to understand perfectly how we connect yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so Miss uh, Miss um in your book, uh, glamorous sacrifice. You go through and you talk about these moments in your life, life where you had to sacrifice. And uh, one thing that I like is that you use the word glamorous. And so, in our last um, podcast, we spoke about uh, how you got that—you know, how that name uh, inspired. Uh, will there be a second book?
2: Actually, yes. I'm actually working on that right now. Um, but the second book doesn't really have anything to do with my daughter or the condition. More or less the lessons that I've learned from raising her and also the lessons that I've learned from my divorce and life after marriage and life after a broken family. Um, So honestly, it's more targeted to uh, young women, high school, probably senior high to college age girls um, or young ladies where um in my instance you know I, I believe and i share these things when i mentor young women um that life has a rhythm god has given life a rhythm and everything falls into place well when you get out of that rhythm i e having a child out of wedlock or whatever the case may be um you just kind of look at like, okay, my life has changed. I, I, before I knew it, I was married and and didn't have a chance for Kiva to develop.
1: Yeah,
2: and here I am at forty nine years old, and the whole world is like, it's, it's like, wow, okay. I, yeah. But here, the thing of it is, is that there was a time for me to discover. Not that I can't now. It's right. just taking a little bit longer to get back into the rhythm. Does that make yeah. sense?
1: So, um, We're going yeah. to take, uh, take a break here, and when we come back, we'll learn about the new Kiva, the one who <laughs> at the age of right. right.
0: <laughs> Thanks for joining the Screw It Podcast with the Joneses, Carlos and Jordan Jones. If you've ever come face-to-face with faith or failure, this podcast is for you keep up with the podcast follow the screw it podcast hashtag get the book available now on amazon and join us for another episode real soon Thanks for joining the Screw It Podcast with the Joneses, Carlos and Jordan Jones. If you've ever come face to face with faith or failure, this podcast is for you. Keep up with the podcast. Follow the Screw It Podcast hashtag. Get the book available now on Amazon and join us for another episode real soon.